I think that social media is amazing. I also think that social media can be detrimental to some people. And to use Paul Dermody's analogy, you can use a knife to spread butter on toast or you can use it to stab someone. So is the knife really the problem? Or is it the person's hands that it's in that's really the problem? And I think one of the biggest challenges is that we all know the danger of being careless with a knife. However, do we really know the implications of being careless with social media? Perhaps not. If you've ever experienced challenges from too much social media use, or perhaps you've experienced abuse or any negative implications from social media, this episode is absolutely for you. If you've not, this is just as much for you because it will equip you with the knowledge and awareness to ensure that it doesn't happen and you can protect those around you as well who might not be as well informed. So number one on my list is to only use the social media platforms that you enjoy or feel add value to your life or business. I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on Twitter and I'm really not that active on Facebook. Sorry for anyone who's ever sent me a message on there, (laughs) but I use Instagram daily. I periodically check LinkedIn and if we count YouTube, I also use this more or less daily as well. The reason I use these three is because I enjoy them or I find that they provide value. I see many people with an abundance of accounts on all types of different social media platforms purely because of FOMO usually, or they're just following a trend. If you actually ask them whether they actually enjoy the platform or if it's adding value to their life or their business, they probably realize realize that most of them don't and maybe just one or two of them do. So the first thing I'd like you to do today is just simply reflect and determine which ones you actually genuinely enjoy and just utilize these. The next step might be to delete that app, but if that sounds like too much, just try logging out or deleting the app from your phone and still having the ability to log in via desktop or browser. What's great about this is it will provide that little bit of friction, which actually allow you to think before you get onto the app. So you can then be a little bit more intentional about your usage or even determine whether you want to log on at all. Number two, be selective about who you follow or are friends with, depending on the app, and be proactive with the mute button. The mute button is my best friend. If you follow a bunch of beautiful models, male or female, and you feel insecure about your looks, I don't sense that this is going to be helping. If you're feeling unhappy about your direction in life and you're following people who are traveling the world, eating all these flashy restaurants and getting sent countless items from brands that you love, I can't see that being too healthy either. And if you don't necessarily feel the impact, subconsciously, I still feel like it's doing something. I'll be honest, right? I know what my goals are within the gym. However, if I see a bunch of shredded people, people competing and getting super, super lean and looking fantastic, subconsciously, I'm thinking, oh, maybe I could tighten up a little bit. Yet that's not my goal, but it's subconsciously influencing me, even though I'm almost like very aware and cognizant of the fact that this is going on. And if these people provide you with motivation, it's inspiring, amazing. But if they don't and they're making you feel not that great, just click unfollow. And this goes for people who are negative too, even more so perhaps. And they maybe post a lot of propaganda or news articles that trigger you emotionally. Get proactive with the unfollow button. Or if you feel like it's someone that you can't technically unfollow, use the mute button. This is a game changer. They won't know that you're not really seeing many of their posts. You know, your engagement with them might go down if you have been liking them because of you, know, you won't be seeing them. But this will avoid any conflict if they notice that you've unfriended them or unfollowed them. Number three, be intentional about your usage. Do you use the phone whilst going to the bathroom? I bet you wouldn't admit it, but I guarantee you nine out of 10 of us do. And I'm also pretty sure that when you're in a queue, as soon as you have a moment of silence or time away from people, you just take it out of your pocket and you just have a little scroll. And in the past, I've heard it described as a mini slot machine in your pocket. And the dopamine hit that we get each time that we refresh that Instagram feed, what's coming, did someone like my post, etc., can be pretty addictive. If you don't become intentional about how you use your device, it will start using you. On Instagram, I set myself a 30 minute limit per day using 
using their inbuilt function, which I think is absolutely fantastic. They've also recently introduced something where it says Instagram will suggest you taking a break after five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. So I'd implore you to use all of these inbuilt functions that they've got. And I'm sure that other social medias have them or there are literally specific apps that are built around this too. So start by thinking, what is a reasonable amount of usage? Or even if you see that your screen time is like I spend an hour or two on Instagram a day, just start by looking to reduce it by 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Take small steps that will add up to big ones in the long run. And don't get me wrong, I ignore my limit quite a lot. But just by having this reminder, it keeps me way more intentional about my usage. And with that being said, I also have a bit of a rule. And this is something you can implement as well is that I don't log on to social media in the early hours of the morning. When I wake up, I don't have notifications on, which we'll touch on in just a second. So I don't see if someone's you know, like to post on Instagram or commented or DM'd me, I will literally just wake up and see a pretty much a blank screen on my phone and then I'll be able to go about my business. And then only about two, two and a half hours into being awake will I then log on social media for the first time. So that's a bit of a rule that I've set for myself. I'm thinking about also having one in the evening and I would encourage you guys to do the exact same. And speaking of notifications, number four is turn off those damn notifications. I don't even think I need to explain this one, but imagine you were sat in your home office and every 10 minutes or so, someone barges in, Maybe you like them, maybe you don't, and says out loud exactly what they need to say. And then they immediately go out of your home office, but they come back in again 10 seconds later, with the next thing they need to say, and the next thing that they need to say. And if this happened in real life, you would start putting up a sign on your store saying, do not disturb, don't knock during these hours. And that's the same as turning off your notifications. And if you do need to communicate with people for business reasons on social media, pick one or three times that you go on to check your inbox, your DMs, and then make sure that that's it. I have an Apple Watch and honestly, the constant vibrating on my wrist can sometimes be quite anxiety provoking and incredibly distracting. So I literally only have WhatsApp on at this moment in time, but I'm also contemplating getting rid of those as well. Number five, use social media to facilitate real world activities. I like this tip actually. If you think about the goal of a dating app, for example, for most it'll be to get off the app and get into a real life date. And well, I'd like to think so anyway, (laughs) but I think we should be using the social media in the same way. Of course, this will be logistically challenging at times because if some people might live on the opposite end of the world. But if you can use social media to create more real life interactions, it will automatically facilitate less time online and more time offline connecting with the people that you clearly want to keep in touch with. If you're speaking to them on social media, then you probably want to see them in real life. And if you don't, then realistically, what are you doing wasting your time even speaking with them? Might sound harsh, but it's probably true. So number six is take periodic digital detoxes. I took my first intentional digital detox earlier this year and it felt incredible. So I did a full segment on this in episode 49. So if you want to get a broader idea of my experience, you can go and have a listen to that. But a couple of the benefits that I experienced was first was just that I had more time to get things done that don't usually get done. So you know those things at the bottom of your to-do list that just you don't seem to ever have time for, but they realistically only take five to 15 minutes. You all of a sudden have the time to do those. And it's amazing. Instead of reaching for your phone, you reach for that sock drawer that you know needs cleaning. Instead of reaching for your phone, you read for that book that you should read, or you reach for that bill that you need to pay, for example. The second was that I just felt more relaxed knowing I didn't have to clear my inbox at the end of the day. I feel that need sometimes to clear certain messages and I didn't have that, which was great. And I know some people are waiting for two months for voice messages. I apologize to you guys as well. Next is I just felt a better ability to focus on myself versus what everyone else was doing. And then when I returned, A, I realized that I didn't really miss it that much. And B, I was a lot more intentional with my usage afterwards. And I always feel that a time of abstinence would be really helpful as a reset. And if you've never done it, I would highly advise giving it a go. And I would start with maybe a few hours a day, a 
if you know like a full day seems quite daunting but i would try and work up to a full day perhaps even longer and i'm sure that the benefits would just come and come and come and given the time that i'm posting this episode being so close to christmas you might be offline and off from work so this could be a perfect opportunity to give this a go and experience the benefits of a digital detox and to summarize in the world that we live in there's a good chance that at some point you're probably going to experience some challenges from social media if you don't amazing however i still think it's worth equipping yourself with the knowledge and awareness and then ultimately taking action if you find that there's any negative repercussions from your usage on social media and this is also going to be something that's very very useful to inform those around you friends family uh, colleagues it doesn't matter who it is just start having this conversation i think it needs to be had especially with a younger generation as well however my closing point here is that we don't want to demonize social media think of it this way the reason you're listening to this podcast right now might be because you found me on instagram or facebook and i think that's incredibly useful i hope that you're gaining value from this and my business has benefited massively from people seeing the transformations i post online and then started working with me and have gained a ton of value from that so social media isn't the enemy here we just need to be aware of the implications that it could cause and be intentional about our usage so i hope that helped team take care and i'll speak with you tomorrow and that was the simply fit podcast i hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode i feel inspired to improve your health and well-being be sure to search for simply fit in apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast from and go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes also if you like the episode please don't forget to give it a five-star rating i'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have so reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.